0: Right, let's get to the wonderful wide world of the hounds now. It's just coming up, 10 minutes to 8. Philippa Morris, a broadcast on the greyhound racing industry, joins us. Philippa, good morning to you.
1: Very good morning, guys. A pleasure to be joining you. Well, I see that uh, more of a
0: pleasure is the fact that you've got your dogs um, chasing little rabbits again. You, you had a, uh, a few meets last week, and indeed you've got, what, Auckland, Christchurch, and Palmerston North coming up this weekend.
1: Huge. Yes, we certainly do kick things off, of course, on Tuesday, and it really hasn't stopped. It's just been uh, fantastic to have them back, I suppose, especially for the trainers and that, that have been, um, you know, needed obviously for the prize money and the stakes to obviously have these dogs. And, and then it's just been great to have it back because it's what, been five or six weeks, so.
0: Where, yeah. where does the prize money come from? Excuse my ignorance. I'm not big on the hounds myself, but if there's, there's a lot of money and sponsorship going around, where does the where does the prize money turn up?
1: It all um it filters back down through um a ratio and everything like that. It's all through obviously when you go and go into your local pub or whatever, and, and the dogs are on, and you have a bet. Um, that money, that profit all gets filtered back into the industry and it funnels down through the thoroughbreds behind us and the greyhounds.
0: So what kind of um, buy-in was there when it came back again? Are those results from last week? Was the tote suddenly busy again? Was there, was there money there, Philippa?
1: From all all accounts that I've heard, it wasn't any more than what we've had previously, but it wasn't any less. So just what you'd expect on a Tuesday afternoon when you've got Addington greyhounds. Obviously, a lot of people are at work and stuff, so we've never had a great turnover on a Tuesday, but it was predominantly the same, which is um, fantastic that we still had people tuning in and and watching the greyhounds. I know, obviously, myself, being an avid greyhound fan, I don't think I was... Uh, Any more? Excited to have them back and actually watching them, and you don't realise how much you miss it. And my, my mother trains as well, so um, I know for her personally, they couldn't wait to get back to the races.
0: For those who maybe aren't um, up to their neck in, in greyhounds, and it's one of the few things out there currently, why would well, encourage people to get involved? What is it about greyhound racing that does it for you?
1: Um, well, I think it's that old saying with a with a dog, uh, they're man's best friend. I'm, I mean, I love the thoroughbreds and that. Don't get me wrong, but um, with a greyhound, you can just get so personal with them. I mean, they can live inside on your couch and that. They're, they're easy. They're easy to train. Um, the races are fast. It's thirty seconds. You know, usually at maximum, so they're quick. There. Um, you can get your own handlers license pretty easily and take them out and do them yourself. You know, if you wanted to be a hobby trainer, you could have one chuck it in the back of your car, um, go and race it. And, and when you're around these animals, they just Love it. Uh, That old saying, um, people try to say, oh, they don't like to race. And they honestly um, love to race the dogs. I went and stayed at my mother's down in Playa during the lockdown, and they just go crazy um, when they think you're going to go out and you're going to load them up to go into the van and and go to the races. And and I've talked to a lot of trainers that have said the same. They said, if anyone says to me, you know, um, greyhounds don't love to race, come and have a look at this when we uh, go line them up to go to the races because huh? they just love it. So mm.
0: I don't know about the concept of just chuck them in the back of the car. They wouldn't be able to be happier <laughs> that matter, would they, Phillip?
1: <laughs> oh, I have um, a retired one and we just put her in the Well, we've got a little Corolla and stuff, and she hops up in the boot there, and we go take her down for walks in the park and stuff, and she lies down there fine. So I don't mean in that boot boot, but, you know, we're in a wagon.
0: (laughs) So as far as adjustments, what has had to be done on the course itself around um, operating under the, uh, the various alert levels that we've got at the moment, Philippa?
1: They obviously have a lot of safety measures in um, place. When you go into the course, you have your temperature taken, everything like that. Kenneling, usually you kennel your dogs before the race and they're all put into um, certain special kennels and then you get them out per race. You all have to do that quite stagnant now. You can't all go in and get them out at once. Um, you'll notice when you actually box the dogs up. They're boxed up two at a time now Um, in numbers so that you can be quite far away, just like how Australia was doing it. So we've kind of modelled off of that and staying to the safety so we can keep as far away from each other. Get one dog off um, the lure at a time. We usually, obviously, just run in and grab your dog. You've got to wait and get that one dog off at a time, which you know can cause a little bit of um, problems, I suppose. But at the moment, touch wood, it's all been running smoothly.
0: Philippa, how do the dogs enjoy racing with nobody screaming at them?
1: I don't think, to be honest, we don't really get a big crowd. Um, That's one thing I will say with the Greyhounds, you know, it's not somewhere where you're going to go like Ellerslie and there's a huge crowd. Uh, Maybe it's just fantasy days, um, but they they race so fast, they probably wouldn't even hear it.
0: I thought with dogs, they love the sound of humans, don't they, yelling at them, or they're just way too focused?
1: I think they're way too focused. You know, a hound, they see that lure go and, and that's all they care about. I don't. I think if they were worried about the crowd, you'd be worried about what they were doing.
0: A fair call with that one there. So you've got um a number of meets coming up this weekend, I believe. Tomorrow you're going to be in Auckland and then Christchurch and Palmerston North over the following couple of days.
1: Yes, yep. So tomorrow, I think the first race in Monaco is about 12 by 1, 10 race programme from there, and then, yes, Palmerston North on Tuesday, I believe, andington on Monday. So we just keep on uh, rolling into it, which is fantastic, and it just gives our code Um, I suppose a little bit of spotlight with the harness not starting till the end of the month and then thoroughbreds not to July. We are that little wee code, I suppose, that goes under the radar and it just gives us a a bit of spotlight at the moment.
0: bit of opportunity and take it why not. Philippa Morris, broadcaster of the Greyhound Industry, thanks very much for your time this morning.
1: A pleasure. Thanks, guys.